You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. I mean, how many younglings do you think he killed? <laughs> One? Right. Two, yeah, three, yeah. I mean, do we I, I as, as many as it takes? I I don't know. I four, what whatever it took. Five, yeah. It gets worse. It really does get worse the more you say it. Six, because each of those are like a person, like a youngling. You know, mm-hmm. a force sensitive. Oh, that's crazy. That is. It's nuts. still pretty impressive. Yeah, it, I mean, it is. It's it's nuts to think about. That actually happened. He, you know, Anakin Skywalker did kill younglings, but mm-hmm. he had to, I guess. He had to. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. All right, let's see what we got here. Incoming transmission. Today's episode, we are discussing an origin story, Star Wars VHS. Where were you, what were you raised on? Where, when, how, what? I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. Vader's Mask and the Rise of Skywalker. So we've got some pretty cool... Um, you know, thoughts and, and uh, transmissions from folks around the galaxy. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this will be, gosh, this is our this is our first one, and I'm excited. You know what I mean? It's it's we've got people sending in transmissions and and just hanging out with us. Uh, it's it's epic. We've talked about doing this for a long time, Matt. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 like here. Yeah, you yeah, you know, Ezra, I like that you have this. Uh, we always in our in our doc as we read these transmissions, we always have them colored so we know who gets to read them, and uh, <laughs> I, and I'm glad that this one's purple because that is my favorite lightsaber co- color. So I'm just gonna go ahead and steal it. That's if fine. That's, I fit, if that's yeah. okay. Yeah, this party's over. That's what you like to say. It is. Yeah. Uh, this is a transmission from Lady Irene Montana of Naboo, which also happens to be hey one of my favorite planets. 
yeah. involving one of my favorite movies. <laughs> so, I am Lady Irene Montana of Naboo, and I have followed you here from BTK. This is my Star Wars origin story. I came late to the galaxy far, far away. Growing up, I heard about Star Wars, but never felt the need to dive into it. No one I grew up with was a fan, so I didn't see the films until I was 17. My mom married a man who was a fan of the saga around that time, but had only only had them on VHS. The VHS player in our house had broken many years before, and he didn't have one, uh, one either. So I decided to buy him Blu-ray copies of the original trilogy for Father's Day. We watched them together, and I was radicalized. <laughs> soon after the prequels were out, uh, also soon after the prequels were also bought, and I loved them too. To this day, the only the only Star Wars story I haven't enjoyed so much has been Solo. Oh boy, that one just wasn't for me. Since then, I've expanded beyond the films into the books, both Disney era and before. Uh, I've not really a video game person, so I've never played Knights of the Old Republic, but I know the general storyline of the game, and I've never read the novel about Revan. Or I uh, have, have read, read the yep. I've read the novel about Revan, which I liked. Huh. The first Star Wars movie I saw in theaters was Rogue One. I seriously love that movie, and I think it might actually be the most viewed Star Wars movie with Revenge of the Sith as a close second. I have seen the animated Clone Wars movie, and I watched a little of the TV series, but as I really hate the animation style used there, I doubt I'll ever watch it in full. As of now, I'm undecided about subscribing to Disney's streaming service, and as far as I know, their new Star Wars shows won't be available anywhere else, so it might be a while before I see them. Hold, hold on, favorite... hold on a second. Really, we're we're not going to subscribe to the Disney streaming service. I mean, The Mandalorian's coming out. You know, I don't know, man. I don't know that I'm going to subscribe to it. I'm hey, just going to wait right, till here's one of my we'll friends. Do. I'm just going to wait till you do, <laughs> yeah, and then I will yeah, use uh, your subscription. Lady Irene, Lady Irene, I will subscribe and I will give you the login information because I need your thoughts on Perfect. the Mandalorian. Okay, I'm going to need I'm going to need it too. All right, so. <laughs> Um, my favorite scene from all the movies is from The Last Jedi when Kylo and Rey take on the Praetorian Guards. My favorite character is Princess Leia, and Obi-Wan Kenobi is not far behind. Enough of that now, I want to be present or I want to present a theory to you. This theory has crafted has been crafted from several different reports and people I know who love speculating all the things Star Wars. The bare bones of it is this. Could Ben Solo have fallen to the dark side in place of Rey? Now, I admit that when I first heard of this, I didn't believe it, but more and more evidence has been coming to light that makes me wonder if it could be true, especially since our favorite long game man Palpatine seems to be coming back for episode nine. I don't know if either of you have read many of the new Star Wars books, but much of this theory comes from Bloodline, the Aftermath trilogy, and a few Vader comics. Spoiler warning for those. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Bloodline takes place about six years before the events of The Force Awakens. It is revealed that Leia, Luke, and Han are the only people aware of that Vader is the father of the Skywalkers. During this time, Leia is still a senator for the New Republic, and all throughout the story, she repeatedly attempts to contact Luke and Ben. Right. She never manages to get a hold of them, but she just assumes they're having adventures off beyond the reach of calls. One thing we know about Luke's life after the events of the original trilogy is that he spent a lot of time looking for Jedi artifacts or anything to do with the Force. In fact, it was recently announced that one of the Road to Skywalker books will deal with something going around doing just that. Mm -hmm. Someone going around doing just that. 
it's not unreasonable to assume that at some time before Ben fell, he and Luke could have also spent some time collecting knowledge of the Jedi, Sith, and the Force. But where would they look? Jakku? In the Aftermath trilogy, we learn that Palpatine built an, ob- an observatory on the planet. Being the master chess player Palpatine is, he had a backup plan in case he was overthrown, and it involved Jakku. It's never revealed what, but something... Is that revealed what, but something on Jakku had the power to destroy the entire galaxy. Not only that, but Palpatine also stored Sith artifacts at the observatory. An interesting fact from a Vader comic tells us that certain artifacts have the power to store souls of Sith Lords. If good old Palpy is still alive, this could be a way to bring him back for Episode 9. Now how Palpatine knew that Jakku had the power to do all this, I'm a little fuzzy on. But could he... Could it have been a prophecy, one that warned of a destroyer with the power to ruin everything for the people everywhere in the galaxy? Maybe. If so, could Ben and Luke have come across this, and could it have fed Luke's fears about the power he saw growing in Ben? Star Wars has a long history of showing us that visions and prophecies are almost always misinterpreted by the ones who receive them. In Claudia Gray's new book, Master and Apprentice, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan are spending some time in the Jedi archives, and Obi-Wan's kind of sick of it. They have a very interesting discussion about prophecies, which which I will paraphrase below. So this is spoilers for Master of Apprentice, which I haven't read yet. I'm hey. currently currently working through, so uh, I guess I'm about to spoil this for me. Uh, it's not much. Do, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you believe that studying the prophecies is a way of dividing the future? Qui-Gon asks Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan wondered if this was a trick question. Isn't that the definition of a prophecy, a prediction of what's to come? In some senses, but prophecies are also about the present. The ancient Jedi mystics were attempting to look into the future, but they were rooted in their own time as well as we are there, or as we all are. They could only predict the future through the prism of their own experiences. So by studying their warnings, we learn more about their ways than any history hollow could ever teach us. And by asking ourselves how we interpret these prophecies, we discover our own fears, hopes, and limitations. So could Palpatine have received some sort of prophecy about Jakku, having the power to destroy the galaxy, and misinterpreted it? Very possible. Let's say he did. What if it wasn't the planet that held this power, but rather someone who would come from it. Someone unconnected to our family of heroes, someone to equal the power of a bloodline that seemed to come into existence out of nowhere. Ray, But Luke, having seen the raw, untamed power that reminded him of his father, already possibly unsure about where Ben's true alliances were, could this have been fodder for the flame of doubt Luke already had when it came to Ben? Hmm. Having decided that, yes, Ben was too dangerous to keep alive, that the galaxy shouldn't be subjected to another Vader, after Ben awakes to find his uncle standing over him with a lightsaber raise, leads to the destruction of Luke's temple and slaughtered many other students, all because Luke got it wrong. Okay. Yeah, we'll come <laughs> back to that. Yeah. During the events of Bloodline, Leia is betrayed, and the knowledge that she and Luke are the children of Vader is repeated across every media outlet the galaxy has to offer. What if this is taking place not long after Luke's temple is destroyed and Ben runs? What if the reason Leia can't reach them is because Luke is trying to find Ben? What if Ben finds out that he is the grandson of Vader from a news report, and this pushes him further down the wrong path? 
If light truly does rise to meet darkness, what if Rey never fell because Ben did instead? Now with Palpatine returning as the ultimate evil, could this push Ben back to the light to join Rey in the fight against darkness? So that's the theory. I hope I was clear and this wasn't confusing, but what do you think? Could this be where we are going with episode nine? What do you like? Would you like to see something like this? While I don't believe this is absolutely going to be the case, I thought it was kind of cool and thought-provoking. One more thing. Will there be a Facebook group for Hyperspace Hangout? Lady Irene Montana of Naboo. Wow. Uh, Sir Matt, can I say a few things? Can I just... I want to talk to Lady Irene here because if I don't get more transmissions like this from Lady Irene, I'm going to be upset because Mm -hmm. this is fantastic. And our minds think the same way on a lot of this stuff so uh number one i think yes we probably will uh, get a facebook group up and running right now we're on twitter um at uh, hhl337 so hit us up there and then we'll try to get the facebook going a bit eventually we're kind of uh, absolutely we're, we're you know here on the outcast we're, we're, we're building it as as uh, as we fly it it's it's falling apart we're picking it back right. up it's a little it's <laughs> i i like to use the term rusty but trusty right yeah yeah exactly exactly so a lot to unpack here i think the major, if I could go back to the one line here, the idea in this theory, first of all, I love your origin story. So let's talk just, just real quickly before I, I skip over that. I think it's great. We, we're going to talk more about VHS, DVD, Blu-ray. What did you grow up on? That type of thing. So we'll, we'll come back to that in just a little bit. But we are uh, diving deep here. This Ray-Kylo situation, did Kylo fall? Uh, and and did he fall because of what happened in, in Bloodlines and Leia not telling him about her um, heritage, her, her parentage, you know, uh, being related to Darth Vader. Yeah, you know, that's that's something that kind of skirts by a lot. We know it as the audience, but a lot of our characters in the story did not know it until Bloodlines. And she's running for senator, you know, like some lead senator position. And uh, yeah, and she cannot get through to Ben and Luke. Uh, it's it's she's even I think at one point having trouble getting a hold of. Um, Han for a little bit. He, you at least know that he's out doing something else, which is interesting uh, there. But yeah, I, I think if, if you're Ben Solo and you find out that your grandfather is uh, Darth Vader, you know, does that happen, Matt? So in 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 the, in the Last Jedi, we see Luke bringing the lightsaber uh, down on on Ben. It's all perspective from Ben's perspective. He was being he saw his uncle trying to take him out. Uh, Luke made a mistake in, in his mind, uh, but did he know that he was the grandson of Darth Vader before that? Is that what kind of maybe helped to propel him to the dark side, or some of those dark dark thoughts were happening? I kind of think so. I kind of think maybe. Uh, he I don't know. know. Yeah. Well, I think he would have to because I just think he would have known him probably from his infancy. Well, yeah. I mean, he, he knew of him for sure. Yeah. Right. So I, I definitely, I definitely think he knew he who he was, right? He knows who he is, but but then does he know? So the whole point, the whole point in Bloodlines is that um, Leia. You know what's interesting is that yeah, that is so interesting. When I think back on it, um, I've had conversations about this before, and I've, I've thought about Bloodlines a lot with Luke and Leia being related, and then uh, even in some of the old Legends material, Vader. A lot of people didn't know that he was Anakin Skywalker. You know, you know someone who does though. Who's that? Is uh, Prince Sizor. Oh yeah. Shadows, oh. Shadows oh yeah. Yeah. 
That's a book. It's like it's like opening. It's opening chapter. Is he he makes that connection? Right. Yes. Yeah. It's so so there were there were a select few. I mean, Thrawn is another one who you know, kind of learns uh, about Vader's identity and things. But as far as we know, and you know what Obi Wan tells us is that he was Anakin uh, was killed. Uh, that Darth Vader, Absolutely. you know, um, betrayed and murdered him. You know, killed him. So, anyways, a lot of people don't know, and I think if 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 you're Leia and you haven't told your son he's at the Jedi Temple with Luke and he doesn't know that his grandfather is Darth Vader, which is true. It, it, it seems like that wasn't something she kind of regretted not being able to tell him. It gets out on the media and it's like, oh, why didn't I tell him ahead of time? I was so afraid. She was afraid that if she told him who his grandfather was and that his grandfather was truly Darth Vader, Anakin Skywalker, that he would go... That would push him further to the dark side, but so, and and some people will say, well, doesn't he know that his uncle Luke is is, you know that 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 he that he fought his father? That's actually not no no that is something that he told Leia, and that's uh they know that he conquered you know Darth Vader, and uh, a lot of people don't really know what happened there on actually. He's accused at one point in the, in the Legends um, series when he's talking to Mara Jade. When he first meets Mara Jade, she is she believes that you know uh, Skywalker essentially killed the Emperor. Uh, really, it's Vader. You know, it's it is he is a part of that for sure. But um, there's a little missing piece there that like Vader's the one who actually turns. And there's just a lot that happens there among those characters that other people in the galaxy don't know. So right. it is an important piece, and it it is something that I think did affect Ben Solo and probably did cause him to go down um, this path. And, you know, we hear Leia say in The Force Awakens that it was Snoke. I w- it was Snoke who, who turned him to the dark side and, and started to kind of turn, pervert his mind a little bit. But I also believe, yeah, if you find out you're, you're already upset with, with your, your father for some reason, there's something there. He's weak and foolish, right? He says he's weak and foolish. Um, and he is, you know, his uncle turns on him. His mother lied to him, didn't tell him that he was uh, related to or that his grandfather was Darth Vader, you know, what have you. Uh, didn't didn't share that whole dark side to the family because they're worried that he's going to go down that path. I would feel a little betrayed. I would feel a little hurt. And it might make me uh, want to seek out this other this other side. Uh, so, you know, anyways, so so that's neat. I don't know about the whole idea that um, let's see that that. uh that Ray was supposed to be there, there. Matt, you remember when there was like all those theories running around that uh, that Ray was a Palpatine? Remember we were trying to figure out right. like is Ray a Skywalker? Is she a Kenobi? Is she a is she a Palpatine? Uh, the fact that well, she's, a lot of that a lot of that stems from Episode Seven when she uses the thrust the forward thrust. Yes, yes, which is very similar to Palpatine's forward thrust. Uh huh. Yeah, and, and some little nuggets there in her Force vision. Uh, Palpatine's laugh, just yeah, just different things. The look in her eyes when she's circling uh, uh, Ben uh, Kylo Ren there in the on uh, Star Killer Base. He even brings that up in the Last Jedi. He's like, "There it is. There's the look." And he's like, "And you call me a monster?" And so there is some evidence there to kind of suggest that maybe, maybe she was meant to be the one who, you know, like the ro- the the roles are reversed. So maybe. Ben Solo was meant to be the powerful light, 
this powerful raw strength in the light, but it didn't work out that way, and Rey was supposed to be this creation of Palpatine. A lot of people have argued, uh, kind of believe that Rey is a clone. Uh, they think she has she's has some ties to the, the Jakku Observatory. There's just a lot of different thoughts on that. And by the way, uh, just so everyone knows here, uh, as Skyhopper t- tends to just throw out a lot of, uh, you know, theories and, and things that I've heard, I... Um, I'll get more concrete on on what I think and believe as we as we continue on here. But uh, yeah, we're we're exploring your thoughts and theories, and so I like this one. I I think it may be explored more in um, this in, in episode nine. But uh, because have you seen? There's this ah, uh, oh, it's the artwork, the official like concept uh, artwork for episode nine, and there's a picture of like Ray and Kylo both kind of like fighting through this lake it's like this mirror Mm -hmm. and one's on one side one's on the other so we've even heard that their force connection is going to be more important in this movie than it 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 runs deeper supposedly than than we thought so it's like what's up with that that's that you know interesting but uh, yeah well i i did see that promotional image and i saw another version of that promotional image yesterday when i was at the store buying a handful of uh, a package of Briar's ice cream. And oh, okay. It was light versus dark. Uh, it's vanilla, and you get a little bit of chocolate uh-huh. in there too. But it's the same <laughs> thing where they're on opposite sides. Right. Um, yeah. So it's right. So you know, I saw that again yesterday oh, when I was at the gosh. grocery store. That's just terrible. Which is where, I, right? I dig into any type of advertisement you could possibly have to get You're any into kind it. of clues. Right. Yeah, I dive deep. Right. right? Just yeah, like you I do. dive deep into that ice cream. Yeah, yeah um, for sure. So that's funny. Two stomach aches later, had had some profound thoughts about this. Okay, okay. So I am starting to believe. So one of my favorite storylines, which at one point was canon, and then Disney came along and xed all of that stuff, is the Force Unleashed. Mm-hmm. And in the Force Unleashed, they're making a bunch of Force sensitive clones. Mm-hmm. You play Star Killer. Uh, and in both in both of those games, and anyway, they're force sensitive clones. So I am starting to believe that Ray is a nobody, is possibly a clone, a force sensitive vessel uh-huh. for Palpatine. Okay, because I'm still much more of a believer of the idea that Ben, who has struggled with the light side, uh-huh. will turn to the light side. You know, Ben Demption. Yep. Is how it's going to end. Okay, and then you think Ray's going to be fall, like he'll be fighting to bring her back from from right. the darkness, maybe, or or Palpatine mm-hmm. will have inhabited her. That's insane. That's wild. I like it though. I like it a lot. Dang. Yeah. Well, okay. There there is a lot. Um, there, there's some comic book series. There's uh, I'll have to track this down. I had it just the other day. I was I was talking about it. The idea that Palpatine uh, had clones. And we know that um, there's actually in, in the Thrawn trilogy, there's a, a clone of Luke and uh, Palpatine cloned Jedi. He had cloning technology and it was much more prevalent there in the EU. So it, I could totally see them bringing that back into play. In, in Star Wars Battlefront, we see the Praetorian guards that have his, the vision of his face. Yes. Uh, in the campaign. Right, yeah. the, the battle, the Inferno those, Squad campaign, those Sentinels, yeah, the contingency plan type the of Sentinels, thing, yeah, right, mm-hmm. the contingency plan, yeah, type thing, yeah. Yes. So, I, I would, I think it would be perfect if I'm, I will finish what you started 
mm-hmm. is destroying the empire because yeah. that is what he started. Yeah, and ironically, it, yeah, yeah, he, he he would. So he started to kill Emperor Palpatine, and then he may have to actually uh, finish it. Right. That mm-hmm. that would be epic. I mean, there were things back in. Oh gosh, the EU like talking about some of the dark Sith lords, the ancient Sith lords, who could do essence transfer, or maybe if that is a wrecked piece of you know in the Rise of Skywalker trailer, if that's a wrecked piece of the Death Star, then perhaps some of Palpatine's essence or spirit is trapped there, and or maybe uh, as Lady Irene puts it, it's in a holocron that they come across, and it possesses Rey, or it's something that you know. Uh, uh, th- yeah, maybe she, as you say, maybe she was a vessel, and and it was meant to be um, something that uh, he could he could transfer himself into, or or take control of, or whatever. Yeah, that that would be that would be wild. I think the the holocrons coming back would be a big deal, and and in this whole um, Del Rey, re- as, as uh, Lady Irene said, released a whole bunch of like Journey to or uh, leading up to the Rise of Skywalker, all of their books, publishings, and things. And there was, there is a book where it looks like, it looks like a young Ben uh, kind of walking around looking for artifacts. I could be right, could be, could be anybody, but it looks like uh, he's set out there to, to hunt down some of these artifacts with Uncle Luke, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we know the, the Church of the Force also was looking for s- some artifacts as well. And, and we see that in, um, as, as you just said, in, Lady Irene said in Battlefront, that whole storyline mm-hmm. with Iden Versio and everything there uh, with Del Mico when, when he comes across uh, Skywalker and he's looking for a compass and he's looking for uh, various things in, in the Emperor's um, storage sheds and, and holds and stuff. And actually, quite honestly, what Thrawn was looking for in the Thrawn trilogy back in the day, he was going to old storehouses where the Emperor had artifacts and had cloning slash um, oh gosh and cloaking technologies and things like that so really crazy I mean that's I, I, I could see some of those old technologies and Palpatine's influence uh, being a bigger bigger part than what we thought and it just makes me scratch my head and go what was up with Snoke you know right how how, to, how the heck does he play into all this or was he just a placeholder until he had to be a, a servant or I don't know, part of the contingency plan. Who knows? That's a whole another batch of uh, discussion because that's just talking about Ryan Johnson's involvement and whether or not it was supposed to go different or if you would have had JJ right. in there the whole time, that type of conversation. But, but yeah. Right. I, I, Should they have just let George Lucas direct them? I mean, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So um, back to this one line here. I'm going to ask this to you, to you, Matt. Here we go. The bare bones of this is: Could Ben Solo have fo- have fallen to the dark side in place of Rey? And yeah, I mean, I think it's possible because I'm the you know we don't we can't entirely tell where that the Death Star is from that one little shot, mm-hmm. right? right? We we don't no we, we can't don't, really we tell. Don't, no we don't know we don't, if it's don't, the first or second know. you know yeah we assume it's the second yeah but yeah. Yeah, I would assume it's the second Death Star. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's a I think that's a safe a safe. It assumption. has to be near uh, the Force Moon of Endor. Then it has to be somewhere. It could be the planet above it, or it could be what what have you. It has to be. I, I'm hoping it's the Force Moon of Endor. So, but yeah, that would yeah. be awesome. That'd, That'd be, be epic. We're going we're, we're going back. Yeah, we go we go we go back we go back to back to the Force Moon of Endor. Yeah, I mean back to it could back, just be it could the, be Endor. 
Yeah, the, it could be. Um, yeah, it, it could be. The, I'm hoping that we get to see some Ewoks. You know, maybe Ray shows up and she's talking to to Wicket and the Council of Elders there. Maybe he's the maybe he's the lead council member now or something. Uh, <laughs> that would just be crazy mm-hmm. to see him there. But uh, I'm I'm also thinking too if if any of Palpatine's essence is trapped inside of that uh, Death Star shard that's there. It's got to be infecting or poisoning the area or influencing creatures or Ewoks or whatever around the surrounding areas. I could see some of them going crazy and, and it being sort of like if she got to Bright Tree Village and let's say that's where it's at. And they were telling her of like, oh, this, this it's messed up over here. We don't know what's going on, but there's something there. And well, that's where Vader's body is burned. Yeah. And we're going to get to his mask here in a second. Actually, we have we had a we had a, a comment about that, too, from Lady Alice. So, um yeah, and actually, you know what? Since we're talking about it, I, I, I brought it up. Let's go ahead and bring that up right now. So Lady Alice uh, from um, Slayin' All Day, Slaya All Day. I forget what her, her Twitter handle is. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's from Force Toast Podcast. Uh, just had her on uh, Bend the Knee Podcast there with us over uh, doing some Game of Thrones discussion, and we hope to have Lady uh, Alice and uh, Sir Laura on at some point over here on hyperspace hangout so they were fantastic guests and and uh, yeah we got a quick question from her though she says uh something i constantly wondered about is how kylo acquired the vader melty mask what are your theories looking forward to the new podcast so like you know we see him talking to the mask i will finish what you started or i feel it again uh, this this pull this draw to the light how did he get that mask he had to have gone back there, correct? He had to have gone to yeah. uh, the Forcement of Endor to get it, to retrieve it. Unless maybe like the um, all the acolytes, the, the, you know, you've got the, the, the Church of the Force and you've got the, uh, the other group, which I think are called the acolytes of something, of right. whatever. I, they might have collected the, the mask for him and presented it to him. Um, I do think we'll find out. Yeah, that would be really cool to see him. Because because artifacts has clearly been a big part of an underlying theme of this of this of this new the sequels yeah just I mean not just the sequels but also the the origin stories um, okay yeah you know in the last Jedi we see the dice and then they play a very big you see them constantly throughout Solo you see the lightsaber in Episode Seven and then Ray touches it and she goes into a Force vision. Uh, Kylo Ren with Vader's mask, so I think there will be more of that going forward, um, and I do believe will it'll play a big part in Episode Nine. What part? I'm not entirely sure, but I do believe it'll play a part. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, real quick, I think I got it wrong. Acolytes of the Beyond, I think, is what I was trying to say earlier. Uh, fanatics, yeah, dark side fanatics who existed during the Galactic Civil War. After the death of Darth Vader during the Battle of Endor, the Acolytes of the Beyond purchased what they believed was the fallen Dark Lord of the Sith's lightsaber, intending to return him, uh, or return to him in death. Two months after purchasing the lightsaber, the Acolytes staged a revolution uh, in Coronet City on Corellia prior to the Battle of Jakku. Acolytes sell Acolyte cells throughout the galaxy launched a series of coordinated attacks against New Republic. Uh, enclaves and outposts and various wor- worlds. So they're just this group kind of opposite of the Church of the Force. And in the books, they're kind of running wild and they're, they're picking up artifacts and, 
and they do have his his lightsaber. So I I wondered if maybe they were involved in in getting his mask and and giving it to Kylo Ren. Once you find out, there's no reason for the the, the cooler story is is that Ben Solo turns to Kylo Ren and starts to seek out more about his grandfather and then he goes and finds the mask and then he goes to Vader's castle um, maybe he then seeks out the acolytes of the beyond and he gets Vader's lightsaber you know something who knows so that would be the cooler version um, but just as easily the acolytes could have given it to him or something I don't know but yeah, yeah I mean it, I, I, yeah, as you say the artifacts are going to play a huge role and I'm, I'm really um, there's such attention to detail did you know that in The Last Jedi the little compass that Luke is looking for in, um, oh gosh, uh, in, in, in Battlefront is actually, mm-hmm. they, they called up like uh, Ryan Johnson. They said, hey, can we put a compass? Is there a shot uh, in, is there a way in Luke's hut that we could put like this special compass that he's searching for in, in Battlefront? And he was like, yeah, you know, make it up and bring it on over. And they have the compass. You can see it in the movie. Um, same one that he found in Battlefront. So stuff like that. They're really paying attention to that. Uh, kind of thing and i think that's 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 neat so well it's like these accessories of the characters in solo they i mean in one thing it's when um oh god beckett hands mm-hmm. him the gun it's one is this is how he gets the gun but at the same time they, they focus a lot on it and i think it's just kind of this is what you view as as a piece of of han solo yeah yeah for sure that's a good point yeah yeah you get the i didn't think about the origin story having as many of those things but it does it has a lot of nuggets it has uh, for example we we talk about here on the outcast um the ship's navi computer and stuff and and, it, yeah. and that being a big big role on, on uh with with l3 and the millennium falcon so uh yeah yeah that's 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 some cool and her stuff. and and the nav computer plays a big part in episode seven mm-hmm. yeah right how, how the how to how to find how to track down and, and find luke mm-hmm yeah, so that's I don't know. That's that's some, some cool connections there. So, uh, any do you have any thoughts though on on how Kylo would have acquired that that mask? I mean, he just goes and gets it, right? I mean, there's no special. Yeah, I think I think I think so. I think I think he and Luke track down artifacts, and I think maybe he maybe we'll find out that after Luke kind of betrays him, um, yeah. he yeah. goes and and seeks that out, and you know, because he, mm-hmm. he has it, and he calls him grandfather. Mm-hmm. So he def I definitely believe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's he. He he went. He went and sought it out. Yeah. Unless it would be it would, the only thing that would be cooler would be is if he stole it from Luke. Oh, like Luke be, had yeah. had Luke had had it, and then he he goes and 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 steals it from Luke. But I I find that hard to believe. I, I believe he probably went. Yeah. To, went there and to, got it to the forest moon of Endor. Yeah. It, and it, got it, it. Yeah, it makes sense. If if they've been hiding this this part of his family, you know, this this connection, this dark side of the Skywalker family, it's like. I, be, I, be, I could imagine him looking back or thinking back on trips with Luke and wondering, like, okay, why weren't, why wasn't I allowed to go in all the way into the temple, or why couldn't I see certain things? You know, like Luke was holding him back or wouldn't let him see certain artifacts, and now he's like, I'm gonna go march around myself, and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna retrace my steps, and I'm gonna um, learn as much as I can about Darth Vader. So, yeah, I think that would be, that'd be the way that. Uh, that, that, that my real would, question is, who who grabbed it out of the fire? Yeah, or did yeah did the fire just die out and it didn't didn't melt all the and way because it it's there and then somebody grabbed all that stuff and left. Yeah, maybe there's something to that. Maybe yeah, because we you know we know the Inferno Squad was still kind of uh, 
dilly dallying around. The entire empire wasn't completely, uh, you know, they're on the run at the end there. But uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Good point. Yeah, because it's, it's melted. I mean, it just might not have been melted all the way. But uh, yeah, right, right. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, hey, we got a couple other things here, so we wanted to give a shout out to uh, Jedi Master uh, Bobby Fouts. So for sending us a transmission, uh, says love your podcast. First podcast I've ever listened to. Wow. Wow. That's huge. That's huge. Well, I mean, your second one should probably be uh, Bend the Knee, uh, you know, mm-hmm. A Song of Ice and Fire. <laughs> but just kidding, just kidding. Um, no, uh, he says, my favorite movie of all time is uh, is Star Wars. So uh, just uh, episode four for, for those of you uh, who didn't know that there was a start to all of this. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, favorite character is Han Solo. I've seen all the movies and read all the books. Uh, Disney should have used some of the books as a basis for a uh, new trilogy. Looking forward to your next transmission. So, um, yeah, we're going to need uh, Jedi Master Fouts to, to send us a couple more uh, thoughts on that EU uh, and that, that Legends verse there. Uh, because I, I also, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoy Luke's story. Uh, he and Mara hid their son Ben, um, the Solo twins, and so on. The only thing I do don't you think, enjoy. Do, yeah. you, do you think we'll see a Mara Jade? Yeah, I do. I do. This, I, in, episode, in episode nine or no? Yeah, I do. <laughs> wow. People are like, what? No. Are you kidding me? No, I, I, okay, that's okay. Do I actually think we're going to see it? Probably not. But do I want to see it? Absolutely. I am a, and this is where people are going to hate me. Now, hear me out. You send me a transmission, you know, telling me that you enjoy that Rey is no one. Fine. You enjoy she's a Palpatine. Cool. You think she's a clone. Cool. That's fine. Um, here on Hyperspace Hangout, it's just a place to dish and talk and, you know, uh, get it all out there. So that's why I loved Lady Irene's you know, long thought out kind of theory. But uh, I personally hope that the Skywalker who's rising, so it's the rise of Skywalker, I hope that's Ray. But I believe it's going to be Ben. I hope it's Ray, but I think it's going to be Ben. Or maybe it's a combination of both, and it's Skywalker's new sort of like order rising and maybe it's something that we call instead of jedi they will be called skywalkers from here on out i've heard i've heard that uh which is which is really cool uh, connection back to the chiss and thrawn and all of his people calling their force sensitive children skywalkers so that's yeah i mean and i kind of hope that uh what is her name she's the new bounty hunter uh that, that we see in episode nine we've seen some pictures in, in vanity fair um uh, but I, I'm hoping she is like a Mara Jade character, or there's just a flashback, and and uh, we we learn that maybe she's. I don't like that she's a clone of Luke. What I if the rise cool. of Skywalker is the rise of Palpatine? How, how, how so? And then it's and then it's you know because a long a lo- very long thought theory was that Palpatine may have created Anakin. Yeah. Yep. Well, and actually, some people really in the Darth Vader comic, a lot of people are starting to to pick up on that it, that it's hinted strongly that old Palpy, that Sheev, uh was the one who who created Anakin. Although in the, in the Plagueis book, uh, I was reading that not too long ago. And by the way, her name is Carrie Russell. That's what I was thinking of. Who is going to be the new bounty hunter esque character in in Episode Nine? And she looks a lot like Daisy Ridley, so she maybe could be her mother. I don't know. She's much younger than Mark Hamill and Luke Skywalker, but whatever. Right. Uh, so, anyways, I... Yeah, I don't know. Um, what was I saying? I don't even know what I was saying there. Sorry. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I was I, talking. I was talking about Palpatine creating. Oh, that's right, that's Anakin. Right. And so the idea of the rise of Skywalker is the rise of Palpatine. Yeah, because so wh- he was the one. He was the first one to create a Skywalker. If if that if that's true, if that's were true. ever to turn out to be true, it would have to. We'd have it would have to be now. Now yeah. you'd have to. But it would be a cool way to tie in the beginning of the series to arguably the the end of the series. Air quotes there. Yeah, sure, sure, yeah. I, and what I was driving to there um, was the idea that in in Plagueis, in Darth Plagueis, the book, it actually seems like they were they were you know Darth Plagueis and Palpatine were kind of. Uh, Messing around with midichlorians, and there's our favorite word, right? Midichlorians, mi- 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 and uh, oh, it's easily one of my favorite words. I know, I know. You, you big episode one fan over here, yeah. Uh, but th- is that they were messing with that, trying to tamper with things and, and create life, and that through that, the force decided just like what it's doing with with Ben Solo. So Ben Solo turns to the dark side and this darkness rises. Well, as Snoke says, he thought that Luke Skywalker would then rise in power to meet uh, Ben Solo and that, that Skywalker would be the one who would who would rise, would be the light to rise. But it's actually Rey. Rey is the one who the Force awakens in and rises. So when Palpatine and, um, and Plagueis were messing around with midichlorians, the Force decided to awaken uh, in uh, Shmi and created Anakin. That's that's the way it seems to be in that book, is that the Force was countering what Plagueis was doing. Now, they've scrapped that, and it looks like in the, in the uh, comic books that they're starting to heavily hint that Palpatine actually learned this from Plagueis and maybe was behind the creation of, of uh, Anakin Skywalker, which would be crazy. You know, what if... What if... Hear me out on this. Uh-huh. What if the titles of these of these movies aren't aren't the t- so like when you look at like the phantom menace it's mm-hmm. okay it's it's describing that story and then you have attack of the clones and then revenge of the sith right mm-hmm. what if the titles of these movies are in a strange way the the title of the next the, like the next movie right what do you mean like the next series no, no, no! Like the next movie. So, okay, the force, the force awakens. Yeah. Well, the force awakens in Luke, right? Yeah, he kind of. It, it was yeah. asleep. It was asleep. It it awakens in it awakens. It's, it's hard to say that the force was never asleep because you, um, Kylo Ren is using the force, and mm-hmm. Luke isn't. And then you have the Last Jedi. Well, the Last Jedi may be Rey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the rise of Skywalker could be. Like You're just saying it's, the, it's something that the happens. propulsion, the propulsion of the next of the next story. Sure. Yeah, you're saying that it's really not describing things at the start or the middle of the begin, the meat of the story. It's something that happens as a result of this movie. As a re- as a result as a result of yeah. yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. I do th- I do kind of think, yeah, we're we're gonna. Well, we're gonna we're gonna figure out who who the Skywalker is that's rising, or is it a because, group of people? So, but yeah, right. Because okay, so so think about it. It's actually kind of interesting if you think about the titles and what they represent. Because in the original trilogy, it's a New Hope. That's the beginning, mm-hmm. right? That's bam. That's that's a beginning. Yeah. I mean, you could also make an argument it's kind of the end, but you at that point you had already blown up the Death Star. So, arguably, had had episode had Star Wars tanked. 
Sure. A new and and none of this had ever happened. Well, then a new hope would have just been the beginning with Luke and the be- him. The beginning with Luke. Yeah. Yep. The Empire Strikes Back at the beginning of that movie. The Return mm-hmm. of the Jedi is pretty much the beginning of that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so then, yeah. And so I don't know. It's it's just I, something to think about. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It's just the placement of of what they're describing with the title. You're trying to interpret the title and where it. Right. Uh, w- what it's trying to communicate to us. Yeah. Yeah. Because always... they're they're all they're all pretty straightforward except for these new ones. Yeah. Whereas the Force Awakens. Okay. Well, is it the Force Awakens in Ray? I guess you know that's the. Uh huh. That's kind of. I still love to make the argument that it's it's R two D two because he wakes up. He's the only one. Uh, he's the only one who wakes <laughs> he's up. He's the only one. And the last Jedi, we don't know. Is it Luke who is the last Jedi, or is it Ray who is now the last Jedi? Yeah. Or is it R two again? I, I so it could be. I... <laughs> or is it Kylo Ren? Right. Uh, I mean. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. Uh, Matt Starwin likes to think outside the box. He likes to kind of, you know, try to piece uh, uh, the puzzle together. So, no, that's cool. I mean, that this title, I, when I first saw this celebration, Star Wars Celebration, and I, I saw the trailer and, and, the, and the title, I thought it was a joke. I love it. I love the title, but I'm, I'm just like, there's this is not real. This is not real. Uh, what do they mean? Who, who's who's rising? Is it Ray? Is it is it Kylo? Is it, as you say at the end, it's just going to be like okay, is it actually Luke rising again? Is it a new order rising? There's only a certain number of things it could be. But then you mentioned, is it Palpatine? You know, is this is this something that uh, by Luke rising, um, you know, or what, does Palpatine rise in the beginning of this, and he starts to possess and take over people, and to counter him, Luke has to finish it. Or come back because we do see in that Vanity Fair photo, uh, Luke back with R two, and a lot of people have talked about. Well, you know, is 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 that a Force ghost of Luke? Is that just him standing next to R two? When does that take place? All that good stuff is 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 going down there. So, but uh, yeah. Anyways, I don't know. A lot more to kind of unravel with uh, the rise of Skywalker. I hope we get more transmissions and thoughts. Uh, from folks on w- who you think is rising, who's doing the rising, okay? So, be kind of cool. Um, all right, let's move on here, uh, Matt. We've got uh, just a couple more things I wanted to uh, to mention. Um, we've oh no, actually, I think that's it. No, on, on Twitter, I had a couple things on Twitter here. I wanted to yes, kind of talk about. We had some folks reply to us, so I, <laughs> I put out here, uh, what were you? What were you raised on, Star Wars wise? What did you grow up with? You know, what, the the VHS was it Phantom Menace? Was it the originals? Uh, I was hoping we'd get some transmissions just to kind of learn about where people, you know, came in on on Star Wars. So, uh, just between you and I, I guess, uh, Matt, was it was it Phantom Menace or was it you had seen with your older brothers? I think some of the originals, right? Growing up, right. My mom, my mom. Um, yeah. We had watched. We had watched four, five, and six. We got the VHS, the Darth Vader like silver box. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yep. then, and then we, and then when Episode One was coming out, um, was when I got I really we, I remember getting I remember that I distinctly remember the Pepsi cans mm-hmm. and they were explaining it was there's so much promotional uh, merchandise yep. for Episode One uh, before before it came out and cool. I remember, um. I remember the Pepsi cans, and they were explaining all these new characters. And I remember seeing a young Obi Wan Kenobi and this Qui Gon Jinn guy. And so then, when the movie came out, I watched it and I loved it. And then for me, it had, it had always been the games. I had I had I had I had played a ton of the the video games. Uh, 
Shadows Shadows of the Empire on the N64, mm-hmm. Dark Forces on the PlayStation. I played a ton of uh, Jedi Power Battles on yeah. the PlayStation on the PlayStation One, which is just a, a, a retelling of, of Episode One, and. Yeah, so that was that for me. It was that was really where uh, Masters of Terrace Kasi, which is a which is a terrible game, but I played the heck out of it when I was a kid. Right, right. Yeah, that that's radical. Yeah, yeah. You were more into the Star Wars games, and and I I were hoping to do uh, an episode or a segment where uh, we have everyone kind of send us their favorite Star Wars game, and you know what uh, what console did you play it on, all that all that good stuff. So, uh, video game stories are fantastic. I, I love telling the story mm-hmm. of. You know, Tom and I at the Newark House with uh, Knights of the Old Republic. So, uh, But I, just real quickly before we get into a comment here, uh, grew up on uh, really like a, a, a weird recording of like the Incredible Hulk. And then at the end of it was like the first half of, of uh, The Empire Strikes Back. Very first Star Wars memory I ever had. And it didn't finish. And I begged my mom to figure out what the rest of it was. And so she got it for me. And um, we ended up watching it. And then when I got older, uh, the 97 special edition version. By the way, you had the silver? You had the widescreen edition? The silver mm-hmm. box? I did. Dude, I think that's yeah, the, the silver one. The, the silver box. with uh, It was like Darth Vader's helmet. Yeah. And yeah. It, was, uh, it was kind of like a, a slanted. It came out and it was really cool. It was like, oh, yeah. It, wasn't, it was diagonal. It wasn't like a square. Right, right, right. Yeah, it was, uh, if you had the widescreen version, a little special nugget, nugget here, you could see Dengar. Uh, it, at uh, Jabba's Palace and stuff like that. So yeah, some, some cool stuff you could see with the widescreen. And which was nuts. Yeah, all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, now after after I watched um, Empire, then I watched Return, and then I eventually got all of them. Uh, and growing up, and this is something I have in common with um, with Alice from Force Toast Podcast. Uh, I, I grew up on Caravan of Courage, the Ewoks. I loved them so much. I just I I couldn't get enough, and and. Every Saturday, I would rent that bad boy at Boxcar Video until they said, just take it. It's yours, man. They, just <laughs> gave, they gave it to me one day. Uh, they're like, no one checks this out. No one, except for you, every Saturday. And I'm like, all right, cool. It was like it was such a huge deal. And I'll never forget it. I have the old VHS. It still says Boxcar Video on the front. So, anyways, yeah, so that's kind of where, where uh, how, how I grew up on, on, some, on some Star Wars. So uh, we're hoping to get... Uh, some more more comments from from you guys. Just uh, it, there's a if you, if you hop on the Twitter at uh, hhl337, you can just uh, post a picture of maybe some of your old collection or what have you, and uh, let us know what you got there, which what you had growing up. So a uh, couple more quick shout outs here. We've got uh, Full Court Fitness, man. This is um, you know at uh, at Adam uh, Westerhout, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. says uh, new listener just caught up on your Game of Thrones podcast after the finale. Um, you know, how much should we read into the title Rise of Skywalker? Uh, in The Force Awakens, if Skywalker returns, the Jedi will rise. Could this be a reference to Anakin and not Luke now that uh, Palp is back in the picture? And, uh, yeah, I mean, really, if Palpatine is going to rise and Anakin were to rise from the other side as well and come back to face him and finish what he started himself, that would be radical. That would be absolutely radical. So I, I do think it, the, the title is telling, but it's also really confusing at the same time too. It is. It leads us a certain. What if we got a What if yeah. we got a force ghost battle? That's and what I'm saying. That's it, that's kind of what and we're it was. Yeah. And it, yeah, and it was Anakin versus Palpatine, but using like the vessels of Ray and 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 Ben. Yeah, it, it would literally be crazy, and it seems like 
Ben Solo has been, or Kylo Ren has been communicating with that. Uh, he's like, show me again, grandfather. Who, who, mm-hmm. who sh- is that Snoke pretending to be his grandfather? Or is that actually Anakin trying to, trying to show him that this is not the way and trying to help him understand why he turned, but well, also why been, he turned they've back? Been pushing the limits, they've been pushing the limits of the Force. Mm-hmm. in this 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 new this new trilogy um and so i'm curious to see where they go in this next one because we saw an episode i mean in episode uh eight it's it's really pushed to the limits right like leia flying through space and then the uh, luke force projecting himself so i mean what are they going to do in episode nine to kind of top that mm-hmm. yeah I, I, that right there's gonna have to be a moment like that, though. You're right. It's the hype is is already up there, so it's we, we've got to. It, it would really push it. You know, one thing J.J. Uh, Abrams has said is that he kind of just went with what felt right. He stopped trying to do make it seem so Star Wars. It's still Star Wars, and he's got all sorts of cool ways to make it feel like Star Wars. Pulling some legends and material, pulling some references to spaceships and different things like that, or planets. Uh, and but he, he's going in his own direction, and he's really he, he keeps talking about he, he's doing what he feels is right and what he thinks is is going to tell a good story and what's really going to wrap up this 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 saga. So I mean, having an if it's a story about as George Lucas has said, the story is about Anakin Skywalker, ultimately. And so here in the sequels, if you a- get into Amen, yeah, I mean, if, if you get into his, these are his grandchildren. Uh, fighting and, and how his grandson is, is dealing with all of this and Palpatine is coming back trying to corrupt some of his grandkids he already tried to corrupt his son and Palpatine is back doing more you could see Anakin Skywalker rising and coming back I like that a lot actually the more I think about it so I'm I'm super hopeful for a Hayden Christensen Forest Ghost appearance something yeah something for sure so um all right, cool. So one last uh, kind of funny thing here. We've got uh, at McGar mentions uh, just on Twitter. I posted a picture of Ray. I uh, uh, <laughs> Ray fighting Kylo on what looks like the Death Star, or the, the the water, the waves crashing on on it. There it says I said uh, I can't be sure, but it looks like Kylo has the high ground. But I wouldn't underestimate her powers. Uh, and then he just replied with uh, I will be pleasantly shocked if Kylo was the Mary Sue the whole time. <laughs> so. <laughs> Anyways, uh, fun stuff. So, yeah, uh, if you haven't figured out, guys, we like to just hang out, have a good time, and, and have fun here on this show. And so uh, send us those transmissions. And uh, it can be anything. It could be something really short. We don't care if it's five, ten sentences, five words, Absolutely. whatever. Uh, Lady Irene, I'm telling you, I better get another transmission. That was fantastic. And I want to go back and forth more with you. I actually pulled up all the interpretations and in the, in the, uh, the prophecies from uh, – the Master and Apprentice series, and by the way, I'll leave everyone with with this one prophecy that I thought was really telling in the Master Master and Apprentice, and it says, uh, "She who will be born to darkness will give birth to darkness." So she who will be born to darkness will give birth to darkness. Anyways, uh, a couple more of those really cool nuggets in in Master and Apprentice. All the prophecies are really neat. If you guys want to dive into that and send me. Uh, some transmissions on that. I'd love to. I'd love to discuss and 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 talk uh, about it. Yeah. We're going to cover up. Oh, gosh, we've got a couple books that we're going to be reading. Some comic books. Uh, thinking about doing a rewatch on our Patreon uh, soon. So stay tuned for for all that goodness. So 
Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. Well, we want to thank you for hanging out in hyperspace. In our next episode, we will be discussing your transmissions. If you have any thoughts on the Mandalorian TV show, be sure to send those our way. Yep. Uh, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. We'll see you in a week, and remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like dusting crops. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from Ad Force. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save